0: Welcome to Track-Driven Business. In this episode, I'm honored to talk with Ivar Wendy Zand about his journey with analytics. As Vice President of Product Strategy for Augmented Business Intelligence at SAP, he talks about a data-driven enterprise and how companies want access to an increasing amount of data and the ability to instantly analyze it to drive their business and what it really means for SAP to be a data superpower. He'll even share some hurdles companies face Morning to use the data. Ivor's passion for analytics makes for an exciting conversation. Hello, Ivor. How are you? Yeah, I'm
1: doing great, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's really a pleasure to have you on our show. And I'd like to start with, um, let's tell us a little bit about your background and your passion for analytics. Let's start with that.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. A... <laughs> That's a separate story, of course. Yeah. So I'm an uh, I'm an economist, uh, Moustanziar, um, and 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 quite easily um, ended up in a company uh, for logistics, where my job was to collect all the data my product managers needed to uh, to take their business decisions. So you hear me coming. Uh, so they used my data. I had to collect it, and uh, they used my data to take certain decisions for logistics process. Um, And those were the early days, basically, where we, for the first time, heard the word data warehouse. It was introduced in Europe and they they brought in um, Mr. Wolf Kimball that we probably all know, the famous author of the uh, Data Warehouse Toolkit. And uh, I ended up in my second job with a small consulting firm who was a entrepreneur when it comes to building reports and insights and they um, they did a lot of seminars with Ralph Kimball and um, so in the end Ralph Kimball picked me to uh, to join him in his uh, in his global tours where he preached about data warehousing uh, showing a little bit of ETL tooling so this is where really my interest for data warehousing and the way you analyze data uh, came to the picture. I think also in parallel, um, if you look at my hobby, I'm a sailor, a wasser, and uh, we always analyzed our performance where you do your tax on the water, how you position towards your competitor, where you could win. And uh, of course we always use data. So quite easily also in that area, we, uh, we, uh, we started to work with analytics and try to look from a, I would say, trend and time trend perspective, how we improved and how we could better. Um, So both together, came together jointly a little bit, my hobby as well as my work in data warehousing. And that is where the interest grew uh, magnificently for for analytics, uh, Mustansir.
0: That is awesome. That's really a great story, (laughs) I love it. So with, with that, let's get into our discussion, you know. So today's session, I would like to focus on, you know, the whole concept of data-driven enterprise. Yeah. In SAP's role as a data superpower, how does that sound?
1: Well, of course, yeah, it's a superb question. Yeah, so uh, I think you already called it out. Uh,
0: data-driven
1: enterprises. When we talk to customers, uh, we we always hear from them, we wanna become a data-driven enterprise. And it's not only us hearing it, it's also the big gardeners and PWCs and whatever, doing all these uh, surveys and, and, and analysis, understanding what customers mean with data-driven enterprise. But let me first start to say how many there are. There is, uh, at this moment, there are studies available that typically say that, um, some 65% of today's big enterprises really have a concrete journey to become a data-driven enterprise. They have so much access to so much data that is getting so complex. Um, combined with the agility they need in today's market, they have no other choice than to become data-driven, than to become companies that decide critical decisions based on data and on proof and um, this is where those questions come and they also come to us and customers even go a step further if you think about that it's not only that they want to use the data but they have more wishes of course eh? so they all they they also want to be so agile they cannot allow themselves anymore to decide tomorrow or to decide this evening they want to decide now yeah so they have this agile need to analyze and have access to this huge amount of data not only their own corporate data but also third-party data data from competition what have you trends in a market um and to to use that data to instantly drive their organizations well that question came to us we picked it up as organization as sap And we came to the conclusion that we had to bring in something that we call the SAP data superpower. And I'm happy to explain to you a little bit what that is.
0: That would be great. Yeah, let's start with that, Um, Ivor. I think that's definitely on the horizon. A lot of customers, as we see last year, I mean, especially during the COVID time, the power of data and what is Brings to the table and the challenges that it brings, I would definitely like to get some some more insights into this data superpower.
1: Yeah, okay. well, okay, let's start with that, and maybe a few facts eh, to to emphasize the need and the, and and and, the, and the, to give you an idea how big the problem is. Eh? So, if you look at a public survey from IDC and Seagate, mm-hmm. um, where they project a few things. Yeah, one of the projections that they have done is the the growth of volume of data. Today, we have more or less, if you add up all the data in the world, 45 zettabytes of data, yeah? The projection for 2025 is that that is going to grow to 175 zettabytes. And probably you will say, well, I don't care, yeah? 175 zettabytes, how much is that? Well, to give you an idea, if you and I would store that data on DVDs, 175 zettabytes, and we staple the dvds it brings you up and down the moon 23 times this is how big this is so the challenge is people need insights agile insights real-time insights in that enormously increasing amount of data yeah that's number one. Second, they all want to go to the cloud yeah so that same survey gives you an idea where the projection is going to be where people store data. Yeah, And we will see a decreasing trend of people storing data at local devices, laptops, mobile devices, what have you. Uh, a relatively flat projection for the long term, the next five years, of storing data in the local company data centers. But a massive, massive increase of storing data in the future in the cloud, whether it's private or public cloud. So two things to remember, this insane increasement of data volume versus a trend to go cloud. And that is where the idea of the data superpower came in. And the data superpower basically consists for SAP of three core elements. And here we go. We say, if you, as an enterprise want to become a data-driven enterprise you should be able to master and control one the amount of data second the quality of data Mm -hmm. and third the usage of data that is the three core components of the data superpower the ability to master and control amount of data quality of data and usage of data. And maybe um, it's a good idea that I go a little bit into detail of each of these three elements.
0: Absolutely, yeah, please, yeah, let's share some details.
1: Yeah, all right, so let me me unfold it a little bit. So one more time, master and control, amount, quality, and usage of data. Let me start with number one. We say if you master and control managing the amount of data, whether the data is stored on a disk, in a lake, on-premise, in the cloud, uh, whether it's hot or cold data, if you have that full process under control and you combine that second with the quality of data and quality of data, think about data flows. Where's the data residing? Yeah? Where's it coming from? Think about governance. But also, to give you an idea, think about all, um, I would say, the business value that a lot of customers store in warehouses. Give you examples, uh, things like uh, currency settings, multiple hierarchies, formulas, all that stuff typically is in a data warehouse and that is pure business value. That is enrichment of data. Well, that is all under that quality layer. And then the third element, that's where I spend my time on. The third element is the usage element of data, meaning, you need to consume all those insights in a decent, semi-automated way. Being able to monitor your data. yeah, Think about business intelligence, looking back at historical data. Being able to plan and project your data. Think about business planning, financial planning, sales planning, marketing planning. But also to simulate your data. Yeah, So with simulation data, you can look at things like, hey, what would happen if I change this? What would happen if we replace this supplier bit by two other ones? Would that improve our margin, for example? That is all under that usage element. To summarize one more time, with the amount, we really look into mastering volumes, large volumes, on-premise in the cloud, disk non-disk lakes what have you second quality that's really about the business value that you have added to your data yeah typically in data warehouses for example and the third element the usage element that is really the consumption layer where you consume your data with business intelligence planning but also action it yeah, because if my margin goes down, I give you a Mickey Mouse example. If your margin goes down and it consistently goes down, you probably want to do something. Well, that superpower—that is what we see as the data superpower. Yeah, those three elements. Of course, we wouldn't be SAP if we wouldn't put technology behind that data value formula. Yeah, to. Boom become a data-driven enterprise. Well, typically, for in the cloud, we see and we position for the management of the amount of data, our HANA stack. Yeah, with now the newly um, announced HANA cloud as well. Yeah, HANA with the uh, in-memory performance, the staggering performance in the cloud. Looking at managing the quality of data, we primarily look into things like data warehouse cloud. yeah. So the very elastic data warehouse cloud that fully runs uh, in a cloud environment that is fully scalable. And we might want to talk about that a little bit later on. And the third element, when it comes to the consumption layer, combining that loop of monitoring, planning, and simulation, that is where we position SAP Analytics Cloud. Yeah? So the core, I would say, engine if I may use that word behind the data superpower is the combination of HAMA Data Warehouse cloud and SAP analytics cloud.
0: That's good to hear. That's really interesting. It's like I think completes the full loop over here from beginning to end. From beginning so... to end, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely not. I like that. I like that. I- and it's also the reason,
1: uh, and, and sorry to interrupt you, but it's also the reason why those three elements, those technical elements that I just mentioned, are so closely related and so interoperable towards each other when it comes to product and product development. Yeah. So we, we have a very close um link or interoperability between Data Warehouse Cloud and, and, and sub Analytics Cloud, for example. But the same goes for Data Warehouse Cloud with HANA Cloud. HANA Cloud is below Data Warehouse Cloud. Yeah, so that needs to have a seamless um, interoperability, just putting to the surface a number of technologies and let's hope that they work together. That doesn't work, of course. You need to have them interact with each other seamlessly.
0: Definitely. Now that, that is good to hear. I mean, I think what I would like to, to do is now, you know, we talked about technology, we looked at the whole stack from the time you, you collect the data to the time you create the the actual logic behind the scenes in a, in a, in a, in a warehouse. And then of course the, the presentation layer, right? Uh, I like to take a, a different approach. Now I want to ask you, what are some of the key challenges for companies, you know, who like or who want to become more data driven enterprises going forward? So what are some of the things that you've seen and, and some of the challenges that companies are facing getting there?
1: Yeah, there, was, there are a lot, of course. Yeah. I'm the last who would say, Hey, it's all super easy and just, yeah. So, but the the ones I want to call out are a few, a few ones. Yeah. yeah so, cool. um, <clears throat> First of course customers typically don't go from being a traditional on-premise customer using various types of technologies suddenly from one day to the other to the cloud yeah they typically want to go there gradually whether it is on their analytics level or whether it is full fully using the stack of the uh, of the of the data superpower so they typically look for a certain ability to work hybrid. yeah. What do I mean with that? To combine both cloud technology with existing on-premise technology that they have. They might want to reuse some of their local Microsoft SQL servers, yeah, and bring that into the data superpower stack and technology. Well, that can be done. They might have a BW system, SAP BW system, Seven five or something, yeah. That is that is superbly working where they have no reason to just replace well, that. Well, that is not needed. Yeah, data warehouse cloud seamlessly extends to BW. The same can go on the analytics layer. Well, that is that is one challenge that I see yes, yeah? so is that they typically want to go gradually, yeah, slowly moving into that fully cloud managed organization. Yeah, where they don't have to manage the software themselves anymore. So that that's that's one element. Second element that I would call out. Yeah, you ask me for challenges. Is that those stacks need to have a very high level of let's call it self-service. Yeah, I think that our customers today, the ones that I talk to and what we see in all the surveys, the typically. Um, Dogma, I would say, of the IT department running everything, just drop a question over there. Let's hope they answer yes, and they will build it for you. You consume it. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So I think current um, departments and businesses as part of enterprises are very well informed a very high level and a very autonomous way of working, and they want to have a certain level of self-service capabilities, even when it comes to technologies like I just discussed, yeah? this, the data superpower, meaning that you need to come up with data warehouse solutions like Data Warehouse Cloud that have, have a very high level of self-service capabilities that are easy to consume, easy to set up, easy to manage, and super elastic. Same goes for the analytics, yeah? So in analytics, we are even a few years ahead of uh, in that self-service, arena. I would say, business users want to set up their analytics themselves. So that's the second challenge I would see. And a third challenge that I like to call out to you is that if you come up with these kinds of technologies that I just mentioned, it needs to be completely open, yeah? Open in the sense that enterprises are vocal, have strong preferences also for technologies, and you need to come up with a uh, offering for them that is open, that allow them to Federate existing technologies that they already have without immediately replacing them, but also to be open and maybe use some best of breed technologies to be part of that data superpower. Well, for example, for an- analytics, that is perfectly possible to not use SAP technology, but other technology on top of Data Warehouse Cloud. So those are the three ones that I would call out. Openness as a challenge, yeah, hybrid as a challenge, and that self-service aspect.
0: Oh, uh, That's definitely very helpful. I mean, especially, you know, when you're talking about the transition part, you know, it seems easy from a technology standpoint when, when you, as a business, look at all these different variables that you're running in the current environment and looking at going to the, the next level. Uh, these are some of the key things that they have to keep in mind. So I know you mentioned the challenges. What is SAP's strategy to help these enterprises become really data-driven? I mean, in, in short, I mean, what is what would be your advice to them?
1: Yeah, well, I think where, where we are going right now and where we as SAP, let's be honest, also shift. Uh, you saw that with the recent announcement of WISE is that we stop only positioning technology, yeah? We really start delivering, I would say digitization, if I may use that word, yeah? yeah. Digitalization as a service. So we come with um, services aligned towards the technology. So we bring in our experts. uh, We uh, bring in process optimization um, services. Um, We even consider... Um, when it comes to 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 invoicing and that stuff to be to work a bit more result driven, yeah, if you understand what I mean. So this is where we really make a shift, and I would encourage everybody listening to this conversation to definitely look at the most recent announcements that we have done with the Wise um, offerings where we really go in as a service and not only technology-driven anymore. Luckily enough, SAP is, uh, I think, very famous for an extremely strongly partner ecosystem that we carry and have around us Yeah, with an enormous amount of very experienced and knowledgeable partners that we uh, automatically bring into any cycle that we on journey that we go through with uh, with customers. So that's a kind of a additional service that we deliver that very strong partner uh, system.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's good to know. I mean, I think and and that is the key right to the success. So uh, is there any examples that you can share with us today of customers or use cases who are utilizing the data superpower?
1: Yeah, so it's of course. Uh, it's, luckily enough, we have we have quite a lot. Yeah, and also, all honesty, there are um, customers that use portions of the data superpower. But if I can call out a few that probably most of your listeners will uh, will recognise, um, if if we look at, for example, in the automotive sector, if we look at companies like Porsche, yeah, Porsche is really using. Um, the data warehouse cloud together with analytics cloud and a lot of HALA technologies to run, run their complete end-to-end operations on the technology of SAP. So really data superpower driven. Um, I could also mention um, in North America, for example, the NHL, yeah? so the big sports federation, um, also working with the full stack of what we discussed today. But also on a smaller scale, companies like um Villaroy and Boch, yeah, you probably know them from the plates, the very luxurious plates for your food and what have you. They also run a, um, a a a stack of Hana Cloud together with Analytics Cloud to run their operations. So we have countless examples. One of the most um, likable for me is uh, is a is last company I'd like to mention, which is Signify. Most of you will remember it as Philips huh, from the lights and the televisions. Um, they also have the full stack of the, the SAP data superpower, encompassing Hama, BW, uh, starting with Data Warehouse Cloud and fully standardized to SAP Analytics Cloud to run their day-in, day-out operations.
0: Now that is awesome. So, I mean, you know, that really helps kind of level set for listeners who are really wanting to go to the next level. You know, this can help them understand the journey and see what kind of things are happening uh, in the industry. You know, maybe it's in their um, area or their uh, particular, um, some of the challenges that they are facing. So great conversation. Uh, I'd really like to thank you for sharing your thoughts today with our listeners, Ivor. Um, For sure.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Ivor shared some really great insights about data and analytics and specifically how SAP views its role as a data superpower. It's all about how a company controls data or how it's stored, the quality of the data and even more importantly, the ability to make data consumable. SAP's ability to combine technology and business with the capability to serve digitalization as a service is extremely valuable.